everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Cue the Coffee podcast. I'm having so much fun recording these episodes, so I hope whoever finds them really enjoys them and likes listening to them just as much as I like recording them. Um, it's obviously been a minute since I've sat down to record Cue the Coffee, and that's just because I got super busy with the end of my final semester of undergrad, which was expected. Um, it's crazy looking back how fast everything went by. Since my last episode, I have turned in all my final projects, I took my last ever final exams, and I officially graduated college on December 14th, 2019, which is just crazy to me. The whole day was just so great and such a great memory to look back on. All my family was there. Um, So yeah, it was a lot of fun. But now that I'm graduated, I'm still in the process of applying for jobs, going to interviews, and kind of just trying to wrap my head around post-grad life while taking in the rest of the holiday season. Um, I won't say too much more on all of this, like, you know, job searching and everything like that, because I want to do whole episodes on, like, college life, post-grad life, job searching, job application process, and all that stuff. So um, stay tuned for that and be on the lookout. Um, But anyway, in my last episode, I kind of outlined my three main tools that I use to stay organized and why I like them. And today, I'm just going to dive a little deeper with that and share my step-by-step routines with with each of them. So each of these tools I use daily, but I do have different daily, weekly, and monthly routines that I follow with each of them. And I'm going to share all of that with you today. So I know that kind of sounds like a lot, but once you get into a routine, whether you follow this system or kind of come up with one similar or just make one of your own completely, um, once you get into a routine, it's super quick and easy to follow. So I'm excited to share mine with you today before the new year is here. Okay, so before I get started with the meat of the episode, if you will, um, I am going to share my favorite find. This is something I started in the last episode, and I really liked it. So this week's favorite find is something I can't really link, unfortunately, but I really wanted to share it because I've been really obsessed with it this past week, and it is cranberry kombucha, which might seem totally random, but I have been wanting to like kombucha for a long time, and I think I just pick out the worst flavors. Um, I don't know why. I think I just gravitated towards the pretty bottles and they never end up tasting as good as they look on the labels. But I was out shopping this past week at Kroger and I saw that they had cranberry kombucha and I'd never tried it before. And I love cranberry juice and anything cranberry flavored. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to give it a try, and I have loved it. I actually, since Monday, have bought three different bottles of it and drank it all this week. I have one waiting in my fridge right now, and I'm going to drink it today for lunch, and I'm really excited about it. So if you are like me and you want to try to get into kombucha because it has the probiotics and all the health benefits and everything, but kind of not into any of the flavors, trust me when I say try cranberry. It does not taste like the normal like kombucha flavor. It doesn't have that like vinegary kind of aftertaste that a lot of them have. It's really sweet. It's really good. It's got a little carbonation to it. Um, I really like, I think it's the Synergy brand. It's just Cosmic Cranberry. And then Kroger has a good one too, like their Kroger brand one. And it's Cranberry Apple. Both are really good and I'd really recommend them. So that's like my real favorite of the week. But I do want to give an honorary mention to my new little makeup routine. Um, I think I shared it a couple of weeks ago when it came in the mail. I bought both of these products on on Black Friday, 
and I really loved using them as like my makeup, even though it's skincare. So that is the Glossier Future Dew and the Elta MD Tinted SPF 40. Um, like I said, both of these items are skincare, but I wear them as makeup because foundation has recently been really breaking me out and giving me painful acne like under my skin. I don't know what it is. But obviously, I don't wear makeup every day, but I do have days where I want a little bit of coverage on my skin, want to make it look really nice and even, and this is honestly the perfect combination for me. This is something that I can see myself wearing to work with a little powder over it, and even just like on no makeup days where I'm kind of just hanging out, um, throw on a little bit of eyebrow um, eyebrow cream or whatever it's called. I like the Glossier Boy Brow and then some mascara, a little powder, and you're ready to go. So it's super easy, and I will have both of those products linked below in the show notes if you want to check them out. So I guess I technically have three favorites, but all of them were for sure worth sharing with you guys this week. So now I'm going to kind of just break down each of the different routines that I have for all three of my different tools in my organization system. So I talked about this again in my last episode, but the three tools that I use are Google Calendar, which is an app, um, my planner that is the Day Designer Mini, and then my PowerSheets goal setting tools. So I'm just going to break down the daily, weekly, and monthly routines that I use to kind of streamline that process for me and make it really easy for me to use all three of them like in conjunction together. So first, I'm going to talk about Google Calendar, and this probably has the easiest routine out of all three of them. Um, for me, Google Calendar is primarily an app that's on my phone, and again, you can use it on your computer. Um, this can be changed around the easiest, and of course, it's the least messy because you're not using any whiteout or pens or paper or anything like that. Um, however, since it is basically mess-free, um, it is the easiest, but I still have a couple of little routines that I use to keep it updated. Um, so I touched on this just a little in my last episode about my organization tools, but I want to quickly go over my favorite features of using Google Calendar along with a paper planner that kind of makes sense for me to use both. Um, but I also just wanted to outline them because I think they're extremely beneficial, um, not only for me, but for other people who don't really know the benefits of Google Calendar. So obviously the main benefit is having it as an app on your phone. And it's something that you can easily pull out and update no matter where you are. I also like being able to put the same exact layout on my laptop and kind of edit those events if, I, if needed and I can't get to my phone. Um, I have an HP laptop, so I don't have the actual app on my um, computer. But as long as you can sign into Google Drive, you can access the Google Calendar and edit it no matter where you are. So I think that's great. Um, I believe if you have an Apple computer, you can have the app on your computer, which is um, really great. I wish I had that, but it's okay. I can use my Google Drive. So next, I like being able to integrate more than one email into the same calendar. So like I mentioned in the last episode, I have my personal email and then my cue the coffee email hooked up to the same Google Calendar spread. And that way I can see both my personal events and then I can also plan out when I can do stuff for Cue the Coffee, like writing a blog post, doing a podcast, and when those things will go live. So it's really helpful for me to visually see like when I can fit those things into my schedule. And then, of course, there is color coding on here. And I don't typically use color in my paper planners anymore, but when it comes to Google Calendar, it's really convenient um, for me to see everything in the monthly spread that is separated by color. 
I have an example of a past monthly spread in my Google Calendar on my website, which you can access by going to my Instagram and clicking the link in my bio. I'll also have it in the show notes, but just if you want to do it that way, my Instagram is at q.the.coffee. Um, so you can check that out there as a little example. But so my colors that I used were purple for my sorority, which was Tri Sigma, pink for school. Um, now that I'm graduated, those probably will not be on my calendar anymore. And then green was for work and my internship. Light pink is for cue the coffee. And then blue was anything else that could be like a social event. So like maybe a dinner with friend, um, doing like a little event, like we're going to the zoo lights tonight. So that would be in blue um, and anything else like appointments for like my dentist or doctor or anything like that. So really like the color coding feature um, really helps me to break down and see what exactly I have going on th like throughout the day without being able to like without having to like read all the little boxes. Um, that makes sense. Next, I like being able to plug in an address and then open it into Apple Maps. I am an Apple Maps user just for the convenience of it. Um, I don't want to say I'm not the best at driving, but I'm kind of not, and I'm really horrible with directions. And I basically always need to factor in and get lost time wherever I'm going with something new. Um, please tell me I'm not the only one that has to do this. But being able to plug in an address to wherever I'm going ahead of time not only helps me to obviously plan ahead, but by plugging in the address of the second I'm going to like record the event, it really forces me to look at it beforehand and helps me under understand the directions before I go. Um, and then once you get the notification, you can just click the address that you put in and then it will automatically bring up in your um, Apple Maps. And I think you can also hook it up to other map apps, but Again, I just like Apple Maps, so it's really convenient for me. And then lastly, I do like that you can upload documents from Google Drive into your scheduled events. So for me, I do like to type out my scripts for my podcasts, and um, I've been doing that into a Google Doc. And then when I sit down for the week to plan out everything, I like to pick out a day that I want to record the new episode, and I'll attach the script that I prepared. So that way, when I get the notification on my, com on my computer, I can just click the Google Doc, and I'm all ready to go. So I guess I can talk about Google Calendar forever, but now I'm going to talk about my routines with it. So now on to my routines with Google Calendar, now that I've talked your ear off about it. So my daily routine is very simple with this app. Basically, I check the app pretty much first thing every morning just to review what I have planned for the day. And the events and tasks that are on this are just kind of bigger things for me. So for example, a weekday for me, could look like an 8.30 a.m. class, 2 p.m. work meeting, 3 p.m. class, stuff like that. Um, won't look like that anymore, but just a past example. Um, additionally, if something comes up in the day, like let's say I get a call for a job interview next Wednesday at 3 p.m., then I make sure to immediately put that into my calendar um, just for that date and time, and then that way I know to record that into my planner later. So then my weekly and monthly routines um, are again, pretty simple. Since I use Google Calendar to collect all of my important dates and times, my weekly and monthly routines, again, aren't too intricate. Basically every week, usually on Sundays or Mondays, I will sit down with both my Google Calendar and my day designer planner and make sure everything matches up between my Google Calendar and my weekly and monthly spread in my planner. And that's pretty much it. So again, it's super easy if you're not using it highly suggest you start using it. Um, it will really streamline your planning. And even if it's the only thing you use as a planner, I think it is extremely beneficial. 
and I have loved it. Okay, so next on to my day designer. Obviously, I love my day designer. This is hands down probably my most used thing I own out of probably everything. I just really love it, and it has a to-do list for each day. I love that I never feel overwhelmed when I'm using it, and it just has so many benefits for me. Um, I've used planners in the past where I feel like I have to keep up with using them, with color coding them, and then I feel bad if I don't pull it out for a few days because I just hated how it always looked incomplete. And if you're not like a planner nerd, you might think I sound crazy, but if you are, I'm sure you get where I'm coming from. But the day designer has such a simple and easy layout, and if I skip a day like over the weekend, I don't feel bad because then I can just turn the page over and have a fresh start. I just really love it. So I also have a really simplified routine with my day designer as far as the tools I use with it go. Uh, I think I mentioned it before, but I used to be crazy about color coding everything in my planner. Um, I even used to use like a bunch of stickers and washi tape, but it really just kind of overwhelmed me, like I said. Um, but I have since stopped and I only use two things technically when I am planning. Um, I use the Bic blue ballpoint pens um, that you can get from the dollar store. And and then I use five different colors of the zebra highlighters. Um, just I kind of use them to color code, um, but very minimum, minimally. So I will explain. Um, these are mainly used only in my monthly spreads, um, the zebra highlighters, just to kind of help indicate more important things like bills being due, paydays, and stuff like that. So sometimes I'll use them to write since I do have the chisel tip and the marker tip, but mostly I just use them to kind of outline the boxes of my monthly spreads. And then these are the colors that I use and what they're used for just for reference. So pink is fun things like a fun trip, anniversaries, um, stuff like that. Green is for paydays. Orange is for bill due dates. So like my credit card bill, my phone bill, car insurance, all that fun adult stuff. Um, yellow, this one is kind of more used in my daily spreads only, but I like to use this to indicate when something is due, like a project or an assignment in school. Um, but I'm sure I'll still use it in post-grad life for like other projects or assignments I have. Um, but also to highlight when I have, or like when I've ordered things online, just so I can kind of track when they'll get here um, and stuff like that. And then blue, purple, I don't really know what it is. It's like a blue purple color, so blurple. I don't know. Um, that's for appointments, like my doctors, dentists, stuff like that. Um, I can do like a whole blog post or podcast talking more in depth about my planner setup um, and organization, but that's pretty much everything sun summed up. So now onto my routines for it. So for my daily routine, I'm not kidding when I say I use this every single day. One of the first things I do either when I wake up or finally sit down at my desk is pull out my planner and see what I have going on for the day. Since this is a daily planner and it has a to-do list on each page, I will sit down and fill in my to-dos before I get started on anything. I've always been a list maker, so it's honestly no wonder why I love this planner so much. For me, making a list helps me to mentally declutter, especially when I'm feeling overwhelmed with the amount of tasks that I have to complete for that day. Being able to physically see everything that needs to be done and then being able to check it off really helps me with my productivity and the motivation to actually get the stuff done. Um, and then at the day, at the end of the day, if I didn't finish something on the list, I will just draw a circle around the checkbox so I know to try and complete it either the next day or sometime later in the week when I do have more time. So then for my weekly routines, I do like to sit down at the beginning of each week, again, either on Sunday or Monday, and think of everything that needs to get done and when I can actually do those tasks. 
So I will actually start making my to-do list for the entire week during this time. And a lot of times I already have a little to-do list going when I open up my planner to a new day. Again, doing this at the beginning of the week just kind of helps me to visualize what needs to be done and when I'm going to do it for the next um, few days. And again, it just helps me to mentally declutter everything that's going on. This also helps me to remember to do things like projects and assignments that needed to get done. Additionally, I will also go in and fill out the schedules for the weeks on each of the pages. So if you're not familiar with the day designer, the one half is the, is the to-do list, and then the other half is a schedule of your day. Um, so it's just an hourly schedule. And there I will write everything from meetings to appointments to dinners with friends um, and basically just anything, any kind of event that I'm going to. Again, this just helps me to see exactly what I have going on for the week and helps me to remember since my daily schedule usually changes day to day. So doing this was especially helpful while I was in school because hourly time slots helped me to plan out times that I could study, do assignments, and work around my classes and schedules, which was great. So then lastly, my monthly routine with the day designer is pretty simple. Um, since I'm constantly updating my Google Calendar first before anything else at the beginning of each new month, I will sit down with the monthly spread of my day designer and the monthly schedule I have pulled up on my Google Calendar and just make sure everything matches and write down everything from Google into my planner. So I know this may seem excessive to some people, but I really like having both because it helps me feel more organized. And again, writing stuff down will really help you remember what is going on and what you need to do. And also during this time, I will go through and write down and highlight the days when my bills are due um, during the month when I get my paydays so I can budget weeks more efficiently and just make sure everything for the month is all set and ready to go. So that is my routines with the day designer. Again, I make it really easy for myself. So I am always like wanting to use it, if that makes sense. But again, I love my day designer. If you purchase one thing that I ever talk about, make it the day designer. It's kind of expensive. I do get the mini one just because it's a little bit smaller, but I use it every single day and it is so worth the money to me. And I think that you guys would love it too. Okay, so lastly, on to my power sheets. I use these for goal setting and I really believe they've helped me to reach so many goals these past few months. They help me to stay on top of my academic goals, my career goals, and even personal goals. And I really, really recommend these to anyone who needs help staying accountable for things that you want to accomplish. I don't use these as much as I use my planner, but it's still a tool that I use religiously to help myself stay on top of more of the big picture things. So my routines with these are a little bit backwards since I'm starting with my monthly setup. Um, at the beginning of each new month, I usually try it to do it before the first of the new month. I like to sit down and do my power sheets, and this, evolve, this involves wrapping up the previous month with a worksheet that will kind of give you a little month in review and ask questions like, what are you grateful for, who are you grateful for and why, a favorite memory from the past month, and stuff like that. And I really love sitting down and filling out these questions because it really makes me think back on everything that happened over the past couple of weeks and think about why I'm grateful for the things that I have and who I have in my life. So I think that's awesome that it has you do that. And then after this is done, I will start filling out the new monthly worksheet pages that help me get to come up with the new goals and things I will write on my tending list. So the first worksheet is about letting it go, and it will ask you to write down the stuff that's stressing you out, the fears you have, and who you're, um, and what you're hopeful for for the upcoming month. So then after that, I will do a worksheet to help me prepare for the month ahead. 
and it will give you a space to write down like the big things on your calendar, important things you need to do, and of course, what you're excited for, which is really great. And in this space, I really like it specifically because it helps me to visualize what my entire month is going to look like kind of at a glance and what um, kind of goals I can build around that. So the last page before the tending list is basically a space where you can just brain dump everything into what you can narrow down and what you want your goals to be. I usually start writing ideas for goals um, that I'd like to accomplish with Q the Coffee, some health goals that I want to incorporate, where I'd like to be like school and career wise by the end of the month and all that kind of stuff. So after all of that, you're ready to do the tending list. And this is where you'll write down your concrete monthly goals that are bro broken down to three categories. So your monthly action items, your weekly action items, and then your daily action items. And this is the page that I refer back to the most since it has spaces where I can record my progress on each action item that I wrote down. Um, and I also like to use fun colors in my power sheets each month. And I try to make it festive. So I'll pick like a couple of colors that go with the monthly theme. So my December spread is red, green, and gold, kind of Christmassy and fun. And then I will usually do the worksheets and attending list over like a day or two because they can be a lot to fill out. So I just don't put too much pressure on myself to get it all done at once. And then I will also note that I'm currently working out of my 2019 setup, and that is the one that I was discussing above. Um, not the 2021 20, just yet, but it could be slightly different in the new year, and I will talk about it when I start using it. And then my daily and weekly routines with this are basically the same. I just make sure to check in every few days on my goals, check off my progress boxes and record when I reach my bigger monthly goals. And I really love sitting down and doing this every couple of days and actually seeing the progress I've made throughout the month. Checking it off has really helped me see how beneficial this setup is for me when thinking about my goals and planning my days around them instead of just writing them down in a blank notebook. So again, I love my power sheets. I have already been working on them for 2020. So I can't wait to see how all my goals work out in the next year. So those are all of my routines with my little planning and organization system. Talking about it all here may seem like a lot, but really sitting down and doing everything honestly doesn't take much time for me. Plus, I really enjoy doing it. So it's kind of like a little hobby. Um, hopefully this helps somebody out there when you're starting to think about getting organized for the new year or at any time during the year. Again, like I said, my last episode, you don't need these exact tools to stay organized, but they have been extremely helpful for me. So they are more than worth the investment, in my opinion. And I think that you guys would all love them too. So if you like this episode, please leave me a rating so I can start getting some feedback. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you like to listen to your podcast so you can get notified every time I post a new episode. And as always, um, everything I talked about today will be linked in the show notes below. So please make sure to check out everything there and follow me on Instagram for all the updates. My Instagram is at q.the.coffee. And thanks for listening, and I will talk to you in 2020. See you soon. Bye.